Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. On today's show, I have a little story to tell you, and I want to talk about a topic that's one of the most important aspects of relationship, and honestly, about one of the most important topics for living a successful life. You've maybe heard Brene Brown talk about it. It's the counterpoint to vulnerability and its courage, and they go hand in hand. So today's show is going to cover courage and vulnerability, and I'm going to start with a story. But before I do, I want to just remind you that if you haven't gotten it yet, there is a free guide on my site that details the the deepest needs that we feel in relationship and that our partners feel. And it's a, it's a really useful tool for diagnosing what's going right in your relationship and maybe what's going not so right. And if you're single, it's a great way of understanding yourself and what motivates you in life and also in your search for partnership. It will help you really get a good sense of whether the people that you meet and date are the right match for you. So the way that you get the guide is simple. You go to neilsatin.com and just click send me the action plan, which is a big button in the middle of the screen. Or you can text the word relationship to the number 33444 and follow the instructions and I will send you a link to the guide. As simple as that. Okay, now the story. So just the other day, Chloe and I, Chloe is my partner, for those of you who are new to the podcast, Chloe and I were sitting and talking and we were working on uh, the next um, next class in the online ca- class on thriving intimacy that we're teaching. And we realized that we were looking at the week ahead and it was a really busy week and we were like, you know what, we got to set some time on the calendar to just be together. Um, We spend a lot of time together through our work, and we also, since we both work from home, we work side by side. But that doesn't always mean that we're actually spending quality time just um, being with each other. And that could be anything from um, really deep intimacy to just having moments of chatting about our days or or our dreams or what we're going to do. Um, in the in the coming weeks, so we were looking at our day and trying to figure out if we could put some time on it. And um, I was like, "Yeah, we can totally block out these three or four hours to be together." And um, this is actually an important strategy if you lead a really busy life uh, to think about how you can actually schedule time for togetherness. And I know that sounds potentially a little weird, but hopefully you've You've heard that advice before, and the reasoning behind it is sound. If you think about it, um, let's say that there's a concert that you're really excited to see, and you buy tickets. Well, now you know that on that day, at that time, there's this really exciting experience that you can be excited for, and you don't get all bummed because you stuck this date on the calendar, and now it's not going to be spontaneous. 
you're excited about having that time set aside to go and enjoy something that's amazing for you. So that's part of the logic behind scheduling is you're putting it something on the calendar that's actually enriching and exciting. Um, of course, the problem is that sometimes it's actually um, something that you might dread, especially if you haven't had a lot of that time. Um, or maybe one of you is excited about it and the other of you is dreading it. And either way, when you're in that, unless you're both like totally psyched about it, then it is a potential situation where you're taking a risk. The risk is that by putting this time on the calendar, um, it's either going to go really well and be connecting for you or, or what? Or you have to face your fear. And in this situation, your fear might be that it's not as amazing as you hope it's going to be. Or your fear might be that you'll actually have so much to do that you won't be able to live up to the commitment that you've made of being there at that time. And that was something that actually came up with us that day where she was like, come on, you know, you're really busy. Are you really going to be able to put aside four hours for us to just be together? And, you know, I, I actually took a minute to think about it because it has happened. I mean, it, there's not, um, there's not a lack of reasoning for Chloe to have this question. Um, it has happened in the past where we've made a plan and, I've had just one more thing and just one more thing. And before you know it, four hours turns into one hour or less sometimes. You know, I'm not proud of it. And, and I don't think that's the kind of practice that is sustainable in relationship. You have to really prioritize your relationship. So I'm telling you this not because that's an example of how I, I like to live, but because, well, for one thing, I want you to see that that I'm just like you and it's it's challenging and even Chloe and I and all the amazingness of our relationship we face challenges and that's part of the deal that's what comes with relationship it's what you do with those challenges that makes all the difference and that's why we're talking about courage today um, because it could be a grand thing like the the risk and the vulnerability of asking your partner if they'll marry you it could be uh, maybe a less grand thing, but something that could still feel really big, like um, trying to initiate sex and intimacy with your partner and, and running the risk that they'll shut you down or be too busy or not be interested um, in that moment. Um, it could be the risk of saying, hey, what if we try this kind of food tonight? Or the risk of saying, you know what, you, um, you chill out, I'm going to make dinner. And the risk that the dinner that you make won't be well received. Or the risk that you take when you ask for something, when you make a request like, hey, do you think you could maybe make dinner some night this week. I could really use a break. It's a risk because you might get rejected. It's a risk because um, someone might think you're angry and, and it fires up someone's defenses. Risk, risk, risk. There's risk all over the place in relationship. And 
in order to step forward into that risk, you have to be vulnerable. And in order to be vulnerable, it takes courage. Now, what is courage anyway? Um, I do love Brene Brown's uh, book, Rising Strong, which is a great... Um, a great book on how to it's sorry it's early, it's first thing in the morning i actually just woke up so you'll have to forgive me for stumbling over my words a little bit here but it's a great book and it tackles this topic of courage and vulnerability and why it's just so important and i definitely recommend that you check it out one of these days i hope to have brene brown on the show now in the situation that i'm describing to you there's another thing that takes courage and I want to point it out to you, which is, so Chloe's saying this to me, like, are you sure you're going to be able to do this? And, you know, for her, she's on some level testing me, right? She's, she's feeling like, you know, there have been times where you've blown this off and I don't want to get my hopes up that we're going to actually have a lot of time together and have it not turn out that way. And honestly, my first instinct, the thing that I felt immediately when she said that to me was I felt hurt. I felt like she was questioning me. She was doubting me and it didn't feel great. And do you want to know what one of the first things that came up for me that I wanted to say to her? Well, I wanted to talk about all the times that she's blown off something that we've planned or she's been too busy or um, you get where I'm coming from. I wanted to get defensive and I felt all of this fight rising up within me. And we've talked about this on the podcast before, that triggered state when you go into fight or flight. And, uh, you know, in this situation, flight would have been maybe just kind of shutting down or saying, yeah, you're right. It probably won't work. And, um, or, and fight would have been actually voicing those defensive. Yeah. Well, you know, you don't sometimes <laughs> those kind of thoughts. So that would have been my fight coming up. And the courageous thing in that moment is to not go there is to not allow the, the fight to brew and instead, I marshaled everything that I had, and it really took everything that I had, um, which is just shows you how powerful that triggered state could be. And I calmed myself, I breathed, I <laughs> resisted, um, and I dove into my heart. And the reason that I'm pointing this out about diving into my heart is because Courage, it does have an element of will to it, willpower, which I, I think is is a very kind of mental energy. And it also um, involves this really strong commitment to being in integrity, like your deepest integrity. But that is, is a decision that you make, your willpower. I will follow through on this commitment that I've made to myself to our agreements to my connection to source and spirit. But there's also another energy that's 
really fierce and really, um, I'm saying a lot of really this morning, but that's because it's really true. This energy is fierce and it's required when it comes to being courageous. And that's the energy of your heart. And if you're familiar with the etymology of the word courage, you know that it comes from the word heart. It's this force of strength, strength of heart. And so what is it about heart strength that's so important? Well, for one thing, uh, if you think back on our conversations about how to get over being triggered, one of the best ways to do that is through heart-centered breathing. Now, why would that be? Well, the heart-centered breathing that you do affects your heart rate variability, which also enables you to handle more stress without actually going into fight or flight, without being in that triggered state. So by focusing on heart-centered breathing, breathing into that heart space, and um, I'm pretty sure that I covered that in detail in episode number, episode number 47, the best ways to come back into balance when you're triggered. So you do that breathing where you're breathing down into your heart. And you're flooding yourself with an image that brings you joy and gratitude because that is the antidote to fear, the power of your heart, the power of love, the power of connection to yourself. It's the antidote to fear and courage is essentially facing into your fear. So in any of these situations, you might step back and say, oh, okay, the risk for me in this situation would be something totally different than anything I just named. Some people are afraid of um, getting it wrong and some people are afraid of getting it right. So there's this other step that's required when we're talking about courage and that is bringing awareness to your fear. What is it that you're really afraid of in any particular moment? And can you get honest about that? Can you be honest that, yeah, I'm afraid, I'm afraid that I won't be able to show up for you, that I will feel too busy, um, or that I'll, I'll show up for you, but I'll feel so like I was so busy that I won't be able to be present for you. Or I'm afraid that you're right, or I'm afraid that you're mad at me, or I'm afraid... It can go on and on. So can you, in those moments, when you feel yourself, when you feel that energy rising up in you, the energy of flight, like, ooh, get me out of here, or the energy of fight, like getting defensive, can you step back and assess in that moment, am I afraid of something right now? And what is it? What is it that I'm afraid of? And really dive into that. And if you're in a, a dialogue with your partner, you might even stop them, uh, stop the conversation and say, whoa, like I feel it. I can feel I'm getting triggered right now. And I want to I wanna go in. I want to explore. And I think I might be afraid of something. Your partner, if they're um, interested or curious, they might be right, be there for you and, and, um, 
and help you with that exploration. Or you might need a little time alone and you can feel free to take that and say, hey, I need five or 10 minutes to just be in this and figure out what, what's going on with me. Um, so to recognize, oh yeah, I have a fear right now. And the fear is the fear that this thing is gonna happen. Or the fear is that I won't be loved. Or the fear is um, whatever it is. Be honest with yourself. And then you might even take it a step further and and go to that place of, well, what is the worst that could happen? Like, what? how bad could it really be? And sometimes if you dive really deep into that, it gets ridiculous and you can kind of laugh at yourself with um, the, the places that your mind can go about what you're afraid of. And I think that that fear you'll find is generally in your mind. It's the scenarios that your brain conjures up um, as part of its negative bias to protect you. So there's nothing wrong with that. Um, that's what your brain is designed to do. And your heart is designed to counteract that. So that's the point of today's episode, to really get intentional about your courage, about your risk-taking, about honoring the fact that there, that our relationships are filled with moments where we are vulnerable. And it's not just the big things. It's the little things. It's the day in, day out things. And that's why the little commitments, the micro commitments in relationship are so important because it's not always something big. It's that little thing that you say, all right, I will do that. I will do this little thing. Once a week, I will make dinner for you. Or um, every night, we will gift each other with three appreciations, night after night after night. Those micro-commitments are where the, where the richness is in your relationship because they provide not only these little moments throughout the day of like, oh, here's a moment where I was going to be vulnerable and now I was courageous. So it's like a moment of success, which gives you energy. And on top of that, because it's giving you energy, it's also feeding the next success and the next success. And each of these little steps that you make adds up to something big, which is that dynamic, thriving relationship that we're looking for. So I encourage you to not necessarily go hunting for the giant acts of courage, although those are there too, and and uh, I honor you for those, for the big steps that you take when the big fear is there. But also I want you to acknowledge the small acts of courage and how those are just as important in the success of your relationship. Identify when you're getting triggered, Identify what your fears are the best that you can. Bring yourself back into that balanced and resourceful state and use the, the power of your heart and your love to do what you know is right, what you feel is right, and use your willpower to uh, do what you know is right, like in that story, to not get all defensive and in instead to do what I did do which is to step forward and say, I hear you that you are 
concerned that I won't be able to make this commitment, but I am telling you right now that I am committing to this time together. And I did get to find out a little bit more about what Chloe was afraid of and why she got a little uh, pointed with me. But that didn't end up being all that important. What was important was facing my own fear, making the commitment, and then following through on that, which was, again, an act of courage. So I hope this episode has been helpful for you. Stay tuned for next week's episode, which is with uh, Aubrey Fuller of One Taste, and we are going to talk about orgasmic meditation. So you definitely want to stay tuned for next week's episode. And if you haven't had a chance to yet, check out last week's episode, which was with Sheila Heen of the Harvard Negotiation Project. She spoke about how to have difficult conversations and guess what it takes to have a difficult conversation in life and with your partner. A whole lot of courage. Thanks so much. And as always, feel free to reach out to me. My email address is neilius, N-E-I-L-I-U-S at neilsatin.com. Or you can join us in the Relationship Alive community on Facebook and uh, ask your questions, make suggestions. Um, tell me how much the podcast has been helpful for you or how you think it could be better. Uh, I really appreciate your feedback. And uh, thanks again. Take care and don't forget to tell your friends about Relationship Alive. Until next time. <laughs>